Blog Talk Radio. I feel like this all the time trying to politically awaken people that they're being lied to, that there's an agenda. It's not left or right. It's, hey, there's mind control going on. The signals broadcast 24 hours a day through all this media. Just become aware of it, and they'll say, there's nothing going on. And I want to say, put on these glasses or start chewing concrete. have taken the hearts and minds of our leaders. They have recruited the rich and the powerful, and they have blinded us to the truth. The question is, do we all work for central bankers? That's what I want to address to our guests tonight. Our impulses are being redirected. We are living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. An estimated 50 to 70 million Americans suffer from a sleep disorder or sleep deprivation. Outside the limit of our sight, feeding off us, perched on top of us from birth to death, are our owners. Latest census numbers prove the United States has the biggest gap between rich and poor compared to all westernized countries today. Our projections show that by the year 2025, not only America, but the entire planet will be under the protection and the dominion of this power alliance. The gains have been substantial, both for ourselves and for you, the human power elite. And for the first time in all of human history, mankind is politically awakened. That's a total new reality. I've got one that can see. We can't be the only ones who can see. Unfortunately, you've grown up hearing voices that incessantly warn of government as nothing more than some separate sinister entity that's at the root of all our problems. It's a new morning in America. Fresh. I think at one time or another we've all questioned as to whether all that we see and, and are experiencing in our world has some sort of a rational plan behind it. Because we understand now both the Republican and the Democratic Party in our country are basically run by the same people. The same money finances both sides. We now know, of course, through the work of many historians who have spent their life working on research to show us that both sides of world conflicts have always been financed by the same people. And as I've said before, this seems to be a a method to the madness going on in the world. We know, of course, that we cannot depend on our leaders. Our leaders are misleaders. There is a science that they're following. They have their own agenda, and it doesn't include you. What your government pays for, it gets. If you are paid to do something for the government, they will extract from you exactly what they have paid for. When we understand that, then we look at universities and schools, government-financed institutions of education, and see the kind of students and the kind of education that's being turned out by these government-financed schools. Logic will tell you that if what is being turned out in those schools was not in accord with what the state and the federal government wanted, then it would change it. The bottom line is that the government is getting what they have ordered. 
they're getting what they have paid for. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. That is why our country and our world has become so proliferated with entertainments, mass media, game shows, television shows, amusement parks, drugs, alcohol, and every kind of entertainment to keep the human mind entertained so that you don't get in the way of important people by doing too much thinking. You had better wake up and understand that there are people who are guiding your life and you don't even know it. And all American citizens, I think, have suspected something like this is going on. But we're all too busy trying to stay alive and live our lives. And after all, what can one person do about it? This is the most powerful government the world has ever known. They have, a, they have the ability to get a hold on Adolf Hitler. 50 years ago, he had a standing army, the greatest navy, air force, military, secret underworld organizations operating throughout the world. But this government got a hold on Adolf Hitler because it chose to and it wanted to. And if you do not pay your income taxes, they will find you if you go to the Amazon jungle and they will make an example of you. They will find you and they will deal with you and you know it. But for some reason they're unable to get a handle on drugs and the crime in the streets for some reason. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson Podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. And we'll go do a little something different here tonight. Everybody's worried about gas prices. So uh, gas prices going up, you know, and, and of course I've always told you for a long time that, you know, these gas prices are going to be very high. So let's call a gas company. I think i got a gas company number here. Let's see what we can get here and uh, see if we can get a hold of somebody here and get some here. Maybe... Uh, Maybe they can let us know, you know, how high is it really going to go, you know. Uh, try a couple numbers here that I got, you know, and uh, see what's, uh, let's even get a hold of somebody here. And uh, this is live, of course, live radio, so just bear with me. And uh, we'll, uh, a couple gas, these are big-time uh, gas companies across the globe here in the United States, and we're just going to try to find out what's going on here with the gas prices, you know, what's going on here. Welcome to SoCal Gas. Calls may be monitored or recorded for quality and training purposes. To report a gas leak or if you smell gas, press 1. Otherwise, residential customers, press 2. Business customers, press 3. Para Español, marque 9. To report a gas leak, or if you smell gas, press 1. <laughs> Otherwise, so residential customers, press 2. Business customers, <sighs> press 3. Para Español, marque 9. Oh, I can't stand that. Come on now. See if they patch us through this time. Now I got another, well, other numbers here we could try. We're experiencing a high call volume, oh. so there could be a delay in speaking with a representative. Personal information may be solicited during this call. 
Visit SoCalGas.com forward slash CCPA to review our CCPA notice at collection. I'll ask him that to drive really slow. For billing or payment matters, press 1 or say billing or payments. To start, Customer move, service. stop. To stop service at your current address only, press 1 or say stop. To move service from your current address to your new address, press 2 or say transfer. For all transfer. other matters, press 3. Please enter or say the full... Here we go, one of those. Somebody human, please. Please enter or say the full 10 or 11 digit account number. If you don't have the account number, press 1 or say, I don't have it. If you need a moment to find it, press... Let's try this a different way. Sure. Please enter... Please enter or say the phone number associated with this account, starting with the area code. If you don't know the phone number listed on the account, press 1 or say, I don't know it. I don't know it. You will be transferred to a representative to continue the order, but first, we need to let you know the following. Please make sure all gates and entryways are unlocked and dogs confined. SoCalGas offers help to customers who are income qualified, participate in certain public assistance programs, or have specific medical needs. To learn more about a CARE 20% bill discount, no-cost home improvements through the Energy Savings Assistance Program, or a medical baseline allowance that provides additional gas billed at the lower baseline rate, visit SoCalGas.com and search Assistance Programs or ask our representative. If you're moving, we can help you set up or transfer other home services such as TV, phone, and Internet through a company called All Connect. When we ask if you would like to be transferred to All Connect, simply say yes to take advantage of this no-cost service or visit SoCalGas.com and search Move. Your account was not identified. Please hold to continue your order with a representative. Sounds like they could do everything for you, except talk to somebody. <laughs> Good evening. This they is could... Victoria. I may have your first and last name, please. Uh, well, first of all, I was just calling to get some information first. I was just trying to get some information. That's all I was trying to do. I um, understand, sir. We have to, yes, we have to uh, know who we're speaking with. Oh, oh, okay. Well, who am I speaking to first? Because I got, went through an automated system. Victoria? Am I, am I speaking? Victoria, oh, no. okay, my name is Joe. Mr. Life Person, yes. Thank yes, you. And may I have your last name? Uh, wait, can I have your last name? By any chance? You can You're have Victoria, my operator correct? number. Okay, one, sure. Two, six, seven, three, one, two. One, two, six, three, seven, seven, two. Okay, and you can have my uh, ID number if you'd like. Will that suffice? I just have, some, I just have a quick question, if you don't mind. About uh, the gas Do you have an account line. with us? Uh, I'm not. Well, I, well, I just want to know about the prices of the gas going up. See, that's all I wanted. But I just want to ask a question: What the projections were of the prices of the fuel going up? I mean, do I have to have an account with you to ask about prices? No. Um, you can go to our website. It's www. 
SoCalGas.com. Yeah, I've been there. I can't get. It just keeps. I, I got linked to a freaking uh, porno site after that. I mean, you know, they, they, the internet. You know, you click on one wrong link, and then I got a freaking virus on my computer. I just wanted to talk. To I do have here. a number for web assistance, but they're not here in the weekend. You can reach them Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. at 800 427 4400. Okay, and uh, again, so you can't answer any of my questions, right? Um, well, the questions regarding the rates and everything, that's all found online. I, well, no, it's not. I can't find it. Uh, you're, I was just wondering. That's why I'm referring months. you to web assistance. Yeah, I know. I went there and I looked already before I even talked to you and I couldn't find any information that I really wanted. Um, but So you're not in a position to answer my questions basically about the rates, correct? Is that what you're trying to tell me? There's a rate schedule available online is what I mean. That's not but what, I'm yeah, not no, able to help you <laughs> online. I, I know that's not what I asked. There is so a number for me. online assistance. Okay, can you give me that phone number, please? Eight hundred four two seven forty four hundred. Hang on, hang on. I got to get a pen and everything. You know, I'm not, not. You know, all right, all right. I got it. All right, eight hundred. Go ahead. Four two seven. Four two seven. Forty four hundred. Forty four hundred. Now, when I call them, what exactly am I? Now, are they going to be able to answer my questions about gasoline prices? Well, it's not gasoline. We're talking about natural gas. Yeah, well, natural gas prices, sure. Are they going to be able to answer my questions about natural gas prices? Will they be able to answer my questions? They can help you access the website, which is where you would find the information. Uh, okay, so we're back to that square one again. I know. I went to the website, and I can't seem to find mm, but that they'll, type But they'll that show you online. Yes, they'll show the, oh, you. The, they're going to so that so then you answered my question so they're going to be able to answer my questions pertaining to the prices of natural gas correct they're going to help you maneuver on the website because you're having trouble finding things on the website you should be a politician let me tell you you just won't answer my question directly <laughs> right your name is victoria correct <laughs> you're like a politician you just won't answer a question no matter what I ask you're just going to direct me to somebody else is that what we're all about in America today just pass the buck over to somebody else I mean you know does anyone care about I can't give you an answer jeez I've kind of figured that yeah I'm sorry I don't I can't make up an answer so basically they'll be there to assist you Monday through Friday 7am to 6pm how's the weather where you're at can you tell me that <laughs> are you allowed to tell me that <laughs> Right now, we've got rain here. How about you? Where are you at? <laughs> Where are you located at, by the way? Where am I calling at? This We're morning, in uh, Southern California. Southern California. You won't even give me a direct location where you're mm -hmm. at. Okay. Well, how's the weather in Southern California? All right. It's All pretty right. good, sir. Thank you so much for calling good. the Southern California Gas Company. Have a good evening. Good night. All right. I guess you're hanging up on me now. All right. Boy. No, I didn't hang yeah. up. I'm waiting oh, for you it. to end the call. Oh, well, I, wa I wasn't ready to end the call yet, but it sounds like you are. So, Did so, you have further qu questions? Well, I got lots of questions, but I just didn't know which ones you could help me with. Um, so Southern Gas Company there, Southern uh, California Gas Company, um, who's, who provides you? Who's your supplier, by the way? Can I get that information? Who supplies you? I don't, ha I don't have all that information, sir. Oh, well, who would? But you may be able to find some of it on our website, which is available to the public at www.socalgas.com. There's some frequently asked questions you may want to check there. 
I know. I went through there and they asked the, the questions don't pertain to the ones that I wanted to ask. That's why I was. That's why I'm actually calling you. I'm trying to get some answers here. But we went like way out into left field and we, uh, you know, yeah. we're going way off topic here from where I originally. Wanted I can to help you with starting an account. I can uh-huh. help you with um, your your appliances in your home if you have an account with us. So, um, uh-huh. you know, those are the types of functions I can help you with today. Oh, is there anyone there that can handle the functions that I'm asking about? Is there anyone there today like a human uh, well, being? Well, again, or? Monday through Friday on the website, oh. we have web assistance yep. to help you. So there's nobody there right now that can answer my questions, and that's what I was asking. I'm going to so I'm gonna right need now. to, yeah, no, I've already, I've already told you that what we can do for you. Um, is mm-hmm. there anything further that I can assist you with? Um, well, you can only assist me with appliances in my home or if I have an account with you or I'm setting up an account, correct? That's or if you, you want to start a service or if you smell gas. You know, we do, do emergency calls if you smell gas. So if uh-huh. any of those issues are going on, we are 24 hours. For the uh-huh. more in-depth uh, questions regarding the business and where we procure gas from and all of that, that is available. Yep. But you'd have to go online, and we do have web assistance Monday through Friday to give you that kind of information. Yeah, so Monday through Friday, I can call that number that you gave me, and they'll, they will mm-hmm. assist me trying to they will guide assist me through you. the web. What's that? Right, yes, right. Yeah, going through the website, going through the website. They'll assist me going through the website That's to correct. answer my questions. Yes. How come nobody's there to answer the questions, though? I mean, you know, we, like, we have a correspondence know? address. Would you like that? And then you can put more detailed information on what you're looking for and, and get an, a reply. We have a correspondence well, sure. address. Give well, me one I, moment. Really, if you could, I'll get well, that if you for could you. help me out with a phone number, that'd be great. I mean, not an address. Um, I mean, cause let it, me see what we have. Okay, great. Just trying to look, just to have some questions answered, that's all. You know, I'm not trying to give you a hard time here on a Saturday evening. Oh, no, you're Saturday not giving afternoon. me a hard time. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad that you said that. Um, so for for customer correspondence, from 8 a.m. Yep. to 5 p.m., you have a phone number of 888-427-6222. Oh, you know what? That's only for continuous service accounts. That number is not going to help oh. you. There okay. is a ad, an address, not a phone number, though, but there is an address, customer correspondence, mailing, and email. So I'll give you both. For the mailing okay. address, it's SoCal Gas Attention mm-hmm. Customer Correspondence All right. All right. P.O. Box one six two six Monterey Got Park that. California nine one seven five four dash eight six two six dash eight six two six Okay, but there, so that means and your then for the offer. no, hang on one, real for quick. the email, email address Yeah, okay, give it give it you. You have the email. It's no, R S dash R S dash C C S D at SemperUtilities dot com. Okay. Now okay, so I think I yeah, all right, that's good. I got that. I don't I didn't have that one in my files. Mm-hmm. But uh so there's no right. phone number where I could talk to somebody human, right? There's nobody. There's no um, way to I talk to I thought the anybody. phone number I thought that the phone number would apply, but it was only for continuous service agreement, which is not uh, what you're calling about. Got you, got you. So there's no. So again, my question is, there's no phone number for me to contact anybody directly. So that you know, I may not be aware of it. So I apologize if I don't know. 
but I'll have to stay, okay. stay with the, the answer of I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Okay. Is there anyone there that no. would know, you think? Oh, so, okay. So I you're can put you through to someone there. else. One moment, please. All right, sure. Oof. Boy, that's a lot of typing there in the background. <laughs> Am I going to get a voicemail or am I going to get someone human? Uh, one moment, sir. You'll be put through to someone that will answer. Okay, good. I'm just trying to get some answers, that's all. Please. No, I totally understand. You've told me. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's like, you know, it's so hard to get, like, like when you call a company or whatever, and you're like, hey, can I find out about this? Like, you call Walmart even, you can't even get a freaking straight answer nowadays. You know what I mean? It's like everyone wants to pass the buck down to the next person, and then, and then you got call that person or that number, and it's like wham, you know, you get you get to, you know, and it's a voicemail, and then of course they're never going to call you back, you know. Do you guys do business over the border with Mexico by any chance? Your company? Okay, sir, I'm going to put you through to someone that may be able to answer more questions than I've been able to. One moment, please. Alrighty. Who am I going to be speaking to when you connect me so I know? Okay, maybe not. Hello? Oh, boy. Southern California. Service at its best. Oh, boy. I mean, what is this? I, I mean, why why it's so difficult about answering just simple questions? Say, look, I don't have those answers, but maybe you could talk to my superior. Or how about, you know, something along those lines? You know, I don't have to get the, you know, the, the it's, it's, everything's by a playbook. And it's like, if you don't answer something a proper way or a certain way, it's like, it's like, you know, everybody's, it's like an agenda, you know, and this is the, the, the this human that, not, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just like like lack of compassion for the person on the other side of the, the phone. I just don't understand it. You know, I just don't get it. Don't get it at all. And, all, and look, right now I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if she's got me on hold. I don't hear anything. So I don't know what's going on here. You know, I don't even remember what number I called. But after all that, so she got me on hold. All right. Well, all righty. Well, I tried to do my best here. Hello, ma'am, are you there? Hello? 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 Am I still on hold? Am I being connected? Hello? So this is the basic now where at least at least she didn't put me she didn't put any music on or anything like that. So um ma'am, hello? Are you there? Hello? I'm still on the line. I mean, I can see it. So, all right. I guess I'll just uh, go ahead there and hang up, right? I guess that's what she wants me to do because she's not going to connect me to anybody. All right. There we go. We'll hang up on her. All right. Well, that's it. All right. Well, how about that? So, I can't get a price there. I was hoping from Southern California I can get a you know uh, price check or a futuristic uh, uh, from one of the big companies in the Southwest there. What what's going on with the gas prices and why they're so high? But just can't can't seem to get an answer from anybody on that one. Uh, anybody here want to call in me and uh, talk here? And uh, I, I thought I had Lewis that from out there in uh, 
California. He's in the same area, Lewis. Lewis, are you out there, Lewis? Where are you, Lewis? Lewis, you're supposed to be calling in to me tonight. I told you about 8 uh, o'clock. So press 1, Lewis, if you're out there. If you're out there, if you're on my call board, I know you want. we were going to talk, have a little conversation about something very interesting that we had talked about earlier, but I guess not. So anybody else, 657-383-0616, press number 1 if you want to talk. If not, I'm going to, let's see, i got something I do want to play for everybody, actually. So let's see here. Uh, this is about a five-minute long segment until I wait for Lewis here. The New World Order prepares their final attack. What do you think, guys? The New World Order. That's an interesting one right there. And anybody else who's got something they want to add here or talk about? And then also I'm going to make an announcement here after this, make an announcement about the Republic. we got some new stuff coming up here on my podcast show where it's going to be advertised, so we'll get more of a base, and we're actually going to have the Republic here. Uh, I'm going to make an announcement about that here right after about I play this. So this is five minutes and 43 seconds long. So let me play this for everybody see how it goes. Many of us didn't see it yet in early 2020. But today, millions of us are now aware of the emerging one world government and their deceitful plans to seize power hidden under the guise of world health. And many of us are now awake to the fact that this so-called New World Order is religiously paganistic, luciferic, and satanic. So it's no surprise that their coronation ball climaxes on May 28th with a devil-horned moon and a Jupiter-Mars conjunction which is believed to bring success when starting a war. Their big week of megalomania begins on May 22nd in Switzerland, with both the World Health Organization's annual World Health Assembly and the World Economic Forum's annual meeting in Davos. In Geneva, the WHO will be voting on a pandemic treaty known officially as the Zero Draft Report of the Working Group on Strengthening WHO Preparedness and Response to Health Emergencies. This pandemic treaty will make them the directing and coordinating authority on international health. The WHO's Zero Draft Plan includes regular simulation exercises, global surveillance, more vaccines, more censorship, contact tracing, and digital vaccine passports. In Davos, Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum's annual meeting theme is history at a turning point. Their agenda includes more vaccines, more censorship, and more LGBTQI resilience. The same week in Indonesia, the United Nations Office for Disaster Risk Reduction is holding their annual global platform where they will be planning for regular ongoing pandemic simulations, more global governance, more money to fight climate change, and ultimately accomplishing the United Nations 2030 Agenda, also known as the Great Reset. After the New World Order's narcissistic coronation week ends with the devil-horned moon and the Jupiter-Mars conjunction, Klaus Schwab and his fellow Satanists can celebrate with their friends at CERN. And then what? In March of 2021, 
the Nuclear Threat Initiative conducted a tabletop exercise simulating a global pandemic involving a monkeypox terrorist attack, something that Bill Gates has told us to expect. The Biden administration has just bought millions of doses of monkeypox vaccines, and mysterious cases are now being reported. The final assault of the New World Order will involve a man-made bioattack, food shortages, FEMA camps, rolling blackouts, and endless riots. Violence may save your life someday, and it might save our freedom, but it's not a solution. If we really wanted to solve this problem, we could all peacefully convene at our local government council and demand either their allegiance to the Constitution or their immediate resignation. Because the New World Order is not going to surrender, and the entire U.S. government is under their control. This coming Memorial Day, remember and honor the ancestors who died for our freedom, because it may very well be our last. Here we need a vast military-style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector. It offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. All right, everybody. Joseph Gibson Podcasting here. Understand the times in which we live today. Yep, New World Order. Been preaching it for years on here on this podcast show for many years. And uh, just so everyone knows, uh, again, we had the primary here in North Carolina uh, this past Tuesday where I ran under the platform of restoring our republic. Restore our republic. That's what I ran under. That was my what I the platform I actually dug in. You know, I did my best. I I've never run a campaign before. Uh, my original campaign manager that I had set up, he took off right 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 when it was time to file. Uh, so I got jacked up that way, and we all know some of the personal problems that I had to go through, which was probably designed most likely was. We know that there were other things that happened that I cannot comment on during the course. And look, we know a guy like me, they don't want me in there. They don't want a guy in there that's talking about the uh, New World Order. They don't want a guy in there that's not a part of their bloodline, that's a part of their their little society, their secret cults. They don't want their big boy club, their uh, brothers in arms. They don't want a guy like me in there that's talking about individual freedom, freedom for everybody. Now, look, I can understand that the population out there is out of control, that we have a dumbed-down, morally bankrupt society. I can understand that, and I get that. But it does not give us any reason for whatsoever to control anybody. Or, or to take anyone's freedom away from them, okay, in mass numbers. We do not judge by because this person did this, we have to do this. No, that is not the proper way to do anything in a free and open society like we have here in America, in a republic form of government. No. Freedom is free. You are born free, and you are born – look, it's just that's the way it is. And people have fought and died for our freedom, to, to enjoy these freedoms. We are not to have people out there policing us, telling us what to do, authorities. 
enforcing the law, enforcement. No, there is no such thing, okay? No, not in a free and open society, not in a free republic. And we only have these people of broken down, bankrupt moral stupidity because of our own faults and because of the generation after generation of dumbed down, stupid people who have become lazy. Because we become lazy with our toys, we become ignorant because of our entertainments, because of our entertainments, we have become very, very stupid and dumbed down. And we didn't do what we're supposed to do, study, work, understand the arts of war, understand how to stay in shape, understand how to work hard. Understand what it's like to wake up in the morning. I'm going to tell you something. I don't understand what man out there does not feel good after you wake up at the crack of dawn and put in a hard day's work and at the end of the day feel good about yourself. I don't know about you. If you don't enjoy that and you don't think that that's good and that's something that you shouldn't be proud of or that's not what you strive for, then you're not an American you're, something's wrong with you, your wires are crossed somehow, you're on drugs or whatever, I don't know. But you're not an American, and you're not on my team, and you're not a part of the republic. You are the enemy of a republic. Because now I can, I'll listen to your arguments about why aren't you not compensated for your labors or what you do or how you work or how hard you work. We can argue that. Well, again, our money supply is hijacked by a international banking corps, the international bankers and money changers that Jesus Christ himself whipped out of the temple because they are filthy, rotten people. They put, they, all right, the fractional reserve banking system is in a, num, a number system that, is, that has no accountability, has no, the practice is dishonest, and it's just all around wrong. There's no honesty, there's no balance, there's no... There's no weights and measures like the Bible talks about, weights and measures. Gold and silver. Silver weighs what it weighs. Gold weighs what it weighs. You can't adjust it. It weighs what it weighs. It's, look, I'll give you an ounce of this. That's what it is when you buy or sell. And that's the bartering system we should have, an honest bartering system. But then you have greed, and you have the monopoly of the greed, and then you have organized greed, and that brings organized crime. But that's why you have people that are appointed in government to what? Help protect the people in the weak, and, and we should have people within our communities who are able to, like the militia, to support our community and, and be the backbone of our community, to help out in disasters even. We don't even have to talk about just crime. We talk about disasters. This is man. This is, this is planet Earth. This is the life. You know, things are going to happen. Emergencies are going to come up. Bad things are going to happen. But that's when you come together. And you work together. But we have lost that today. We don't have much of that today. Every single family, every single family member is out for themselves. Cutthroat. It's a cutthroat life. It's about me, me, me. I want a happiness. I want to have fun. And it's all about me. And that's the, and that, that type of attitude, the only way I can see it ever going away and being distinguished is if we have extinguished, excuse me, uh, is, is by having us turn into a Ukraine. We lose everything we have, all the toys, all the gadgets, all the freedoms, and we go and we have a war. And just everything gets destroyed. Is that what you want? I don't want that. I mean, because we're too, we have too much. Or God is going to come back, this God, and he's going to wipe us all out. 
or it'll be a rapture that they preach. We don't, I don't know. All I know is we're to a point now, globally and around the world, where we've gone so far. How much farther can we go, technologically speaking, or how much more ways of criminal activity can we have? Can the bad people achieve out there? I mean, the sickness out there and the horrible, pathetic way that some of these people think—it's a normal way, pattern for people to say it's okay to kill a child after it's born. Who could think such a thing? Why would you think such a thing? It's my right. I can do what I want with my body. What does that even have to do with your body? After a child, after a child's born, you want to, you're saying you can abort it. What, you know, this is the logic that's out there today. I don't see any answers other than something has to change. Seriously, drastically. So, um, 657-383-061. One six. Press the number one if you want to speak here live. I thought I had Brother Lewis from California out there. I don't have him. I don't know where he is. He said he was going to call in. You know, that, I, that's another thing. People say they're going to do something and they don't do it. You know, how many people do that out there? I'm, you know, how many people say they're going to do something and they don't do it? I mean, it's 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 just the nor it's. People aren't even surprised anymore when someone doesn't show up on time. If somebody tells you they're going to be there at 7 o'clock, it's almost always, everyone's always late. No one is ever punctual and on time anymore or does what they say they're going to do. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. But if you, if you were just call, if you're just calling in or tuning in, you must have missed my call there with the gas company. There, I wanted to ask prices with the, uh, talk about prices with the gas and find out how high are they really going to go But the woman does what she, everyone else always does when you call a company. They pass the buck to somebody else or they just can't answer your question or they just won't or they'll hang up on you. It's like Amazon. It's like your politicians. It's like anybody else. They're just not going to answer your questions. So, um, all right, here, let me see here. Maybe he's got the wrong number. I don't know. Oh, this guy here. I'll play another quick uh, outlet here, another something else here for concerning the New World Order, about five minutes and then I'll try to get a hold of this guy if he wants to talk. If not, I'll, uh, the floors are open to anybody else who wants to speak. And again, real quick here, the Republic, Republic of the United States dot org. The Republic, the only lawful de jure form of government, is out there for everybody to to uh, recognize and understand. It's there. We talk about it so many times on this show. Uh, they're going to be doing their plat, their show, or their their uh, meeting calls. I think it's going to be on Tuesdays, Tuesday night. Uh, their roundtable discussions. They're, I'm going to turn over my airways for them to communicate with each other across the country so they can have their meeting live on this podcast show. So this way here, everyone can listen, and I don't know if they're going to let people partake in the conversation, how it's going to work. I don't know. I'm going to have a meeting on Monday with them to figure out how it's going to go, but they're going to be uh, taking over the airwaves here a couple days a week on this platform, the Republic of the United States dot org. And you know we've had Mr. Carpenter from the Free State of Colorado on here uh, many times, many others throughout the years on here. And uh, a good book that will explain the uh the or or if you want to learn about the history of America, the true history is uh um the uh reinhabited reinhabited books uh by the Hurtlers. They're on Amazon. If I recommend you go get them. They're excellent resourceful resourceful read of true history of what's really happening, why America is in the shape it's in right now, and why your government acts the way it does right now. Very awesome uh, series of books there, re-inhabited, uh, uh, 
by the Hurtlers, uh, David and Gene Hurtler. So I would check that out if I were you and uh, order those books and uh, uh, learn something, man. Let's check out the chat room here real quick here. What do we got here? Uh, let's see here. Freedom or free to the dumb <laughs> and amusement. Who's, who, who feeds the Fed? Well, I don't know. Who does feed the Fed? We do through our labor. We're the slaves. We are the slaves to the Federal Reserve. You are the slave. You are the debt. Your debt is promised to them at birth. That's why they're giving your bonded birth certificate, and uh, that's 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 a fact. So, um, all right, let's uh, let's see here. Um, try to get a hold of Lewis here. Let me see if I can get this up. If not, I'm gonna have to play something else here real quick. Cause I've lost just lost my uh, screen here. Lewis, you messed me up, man. If you're out there listening, you said you were gonna be on here, and uh, I can't. Can't get you. I can't find you nowhere here on the call board. Where are you? Six five seven three three zero six one six. Press the number one, Lewis. Uh, I know you're in California time. You're three hours behind me, but uh, you know you, you can at least. Uh, all right, how Russia could defeat us in a nuclear war? How about that? That's about six minutes long. Let's play that one here, huh? America's current nuclear strategy is a deterrent strategy based on the idea that nobody can win a nuclear war without mutual annihilation. And this has been the strategy since the 1960s, based entirely on an all-out nuclear attack from Russia. But this is a problem for the U.S., because Russia is playing by their own set of rules. A key element to America's nuclear deterrent system is our Ohio-class nuclear submarines, which were all built in the 1980s and armed with Trident missiles that cannot reach any Russian targets from port, which is where most of them remain, despite Russia's threats of nuclear war. The Russians, on the other hand, have intercontinental ballistic missiles loaded onto their submarines, which are capable of reaching the United States even when docked at port. But they are not at port. Russia has made their nuclear submarines actively ready for war with NATO. We reportedly have only four on patrol at all times, because the main element of America's nuclear deterrent is our aging land-based nuclear umbrella, designed specifically for mutual assured destruction, a doomsday machine. This outdated system has gone untested for over 30 years, while Russia has continued their testing, as well as continued to build thousands of advanced tactical nukes while the U.S. has decreased its own stockpile to below 200. Biden has assured Putin that a nuclear war can never be won, even though the United States itself has already proven otherwise. So is it really that mad to assume a possible victory? We know that the Earth can withstand it, there has already been over 2,000 nuclear bombs detonated on Earth, mostly underwater, underground, and in the upper atmosphere. But it's clear that the Earth's atmosphere can take it. American media is even suggesting it would be good for the environment. But the West could potentially be defeated with only one nuke. Russia has released videos of a strategy wherein they could detonate an underwater nuke to create a tsunami that would devastate the United Kingdom. But there is a strategy far more simple that they could deploy. 
A surprise attack with a super EMP weapon could bring the United States and Europe to their knees in an instant. A large enough nuke detonated in our upper atmosphere could fry the entire electrical grid, which is already in need of repair. This type of super EMP is capable of an electromagnetic pulse that can emit up to 150,000 volts per square meter, which is three times the amount our military systems are shielded for. An EMP attack like this could quite easily cripple our military communications, keeping the U.S. from waging any sort of counterstrike. The payload required for a super EMP could be launched from a submarine at hypersonic speeds and could also be hidden on board a satellite. An EMP payload could have already been discreetly delivered into our atmosphere by Russia, China, or the United States, and once detonated, would first take out all other satellites, leaving all evidence of the true perpetrator undetectable, so it could be blamed on anyone. And with the CCP-owned Biden administration openly vying for the Great Reset, it would seem that taking down the entire public grid could actually serve their Build Back Better agenda. Why on earth would the world care if America was silenced and put to sleep? Average Americans seem to enjoy the endless illegal wars. The mercenaries are now clamoring for a few more bloody dollars. The liberals are celebrating a world war with Russia. And the Republicans are cheering for Elon Musk, who has used his alliance with NASA, which was founded by Nazis, to serve the neo-Nazi battalions in Ukraine against Russia. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. All right, I got another number here, call here. If I don't see Mr. Lewis here on the board here. Ben Lewis, you on the board here? No? You on the board here? Lewis, where are you? Don't know where you are. Um, was looking for you there, Lewis. Uh, you know, well, that's how it goes. But the New World Order and the Republicans and everything, uh, what's going on with the Republican agenda out there. Uh, if, if you, if you, I was trying to get a price on gas prices from Southern California. I was speaking to that gas company there for any new callers that were just calling in here trying to zero in. But I did have uh, a couple people that were at a rally, a Republican rally up in And he told me something that was very, very uh, shocking to me in a way. He said that he was working security for the, this uh, representative, for somebody that's running as a representative, for a representative, uh, state representative in the state of Connecticut. And he said he had to work security because the Republicans are threatened in that state. They're threatened. It's just mind-boggling to me because, you know, I'm here in North Carolina, and I ran as a Republican, and I never felt the need for security. And it's not because I'm a guy or anything like that. It's just that nobody ever threatened me. You know, nobody ever came up to me or, or, or when I was hanging up signs or whatever, swore at me or whatever. And it just blows my mind that someone in another state or a state that if you're a Republican, you'd be threatened. You would be threatened that they would try to that, – that the liberals would try to attack you, punch you in the face or something like that, that these people need security. That's amazing. So it really is. It's, it's just it's surprising to me that this would this would happen. But I did speak to one of my friends from uh, uh, upstate New York today on the telephone, also upstate New York, and uh, he wanted to you know tell, say something to me that you know it felt good for some people to say that. It was, a couple friends of mine actually have said that 
that you know, hey, that's pretty good. What I had, I've accomplished. You know, running for public office. You know, at least, you know, you've come on the podcast show all these years. You say you're going to do this and do that. You did it. You know, you did it. You uh, you you ran ran for this. Is probably Lewis trying to call me on my cell phone. No, it's not. Um, somebody else. Uh, but anyway, uh, you re- actually put your name on the ballot and went out there in in the. Uh, and, and uh, up in the public, you know, and and put your name out there and tried to you what you believe in. You preached what you believe in, you know. So I don't. Uh, I mean, really, I I thank people for saying that to me. But what's so special about that? I mean, shouldn't we all do that? Shouldn't all of us just stand up for what we believe in and 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 say what we mean and mean what we say? Should we hide behind our words? And not, I mean, I, I remember one time somebody told me, a friend, he says, you're just too straightforward. Nobody likes that. Well, what, what do you want me to do? You want me to be a bull, bull full of crap and, and, and snowball and feed you lies? Is that what you want? What kind of conversation would that be, living in fairy tale land? You know, I'll pretend to be this or pretend to be that. I mean, what, what, why would you want to do that? You know, just be, you know, why not say what you mean and mean what you say? I just don't understand some people today. I don't understand the I, I guess I just don't understand the world the world and how it what's going on. You know, and this my this my friend Lewis here was supposed to be on the podcast here tonight. I don't know where he went or where he is, but we were supposed to have a conversation. He wanted to give me some information about stuff that he wanted to talk about but you know, concerning the end times and I he's supposed to be on here. I don't know where the heck he is. But um uh you know, he's um, – he told me that he doesn't think we'll be here in two years. He thinks we'll be raptured out. You know, he, of course, nobody put it date. He thinks we'll be raptured out. I don't see that coming. I really don't. I don't think there's going to be a rapture in two years. I, I just don't see how the end is here yet. You know, yes, we live in terrible, perilous times right now. Is it the end times? I don't know. I just played you something about Russia and nuclear war. I mean – I don't foresee that happening. The Bible says, right, that the Red Army is supposed to come down from the north and, and the Antichrist intervenes, and or God intervenes, and he then the Antichrist takes credit for it. You know, so how could that be? There's no million-man army in Russia right now. You know, there's, there's, you know, the only person, the people that could muster up a million would probably be China or India. So I, I just don't see how it could happen. How could these things happen? So anyway, back you know again I uh, you know I gave it my best shot here trying to restore the republic, restore the the uh, the original constitution, stand up for what I believe in, stand up, you know uh, that's who I am, that's what I believe. So people have tried to criticize me, they want to make fun of me. That's fine. It has happened. People have done it, and uh, you're going to take criticism. You're going to take flack. Uh, USA builds aircraft carriers not for naval victory, but for defense contractors, financial victory. Um, and uh, I haven't seen your name in a long time there in the chat room. B.Y. is there. I haven't seen your name in a long time there. I wonder where you've been. It's the most lucrative so-called strategy. So anyway, um, and then uh, we got Koskoff in there, chat room there, and uh, bringing it boys or whatever, boy or whatever, these nicknames these guys got in there. So they were in the chat room there. So... Uh, Six five seven three eight three zero six one six. Press the number one if you want to uh, make a comment here, because I'm going to get ready here to wrap up the podcast here. That's what I'm going to do. 
China could call up an army of 400. But I've got a company here I can call, but I'm not going to get a hold of on Saturday night. This guy employs 7,700 people, UGI. Huh? What do you think? Uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't think I'm going to get a hold of anybody because uh, I don't think they're open right now. But uh, this guy right here, 4274. Well, I'll tell you what. Customer service. Let's see. I mean, this this is this is the Maragas Partners LP. There, it's the largest retail propane distributor in the United States, based on the volume of propane gallons you know distributed that it has. It was founded. In, it's a, the revenue is two point three eight two point three eighty one billion dollars. You know, so uh, surely they would know what's going on with gas prices, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean. Everybody, give me a couple questions I can ask if I get a hold of somebody. Tough, hardcore questions that are serious questions, you know. I, you know, that, that <laughs> you know. But uh, my my guest tonight blew me off, so I, I guess I'm gonna have. There he is. Uh, let's see. We got a press. We got a one. We got a number one here. All right, go ahead. There, number one. Go ahead. Yeah, brother Joe. This is uh, Doctor V up in Connecticut. Oh wow! I didn't even recognize you. Wow, you came up under a different number for some reason, huh? Wow. Okay. Well, how you doing? Good. I just talked to Brother Lewis, and he wanted to apologize to you and your listening audience. He's not feeling very good right now. <clears throat> He's oh, fighting okay. off something, stomach flu or something, and he, he so he wanted to apologize. I called him and asked him, Lewis, where are you? <laughs> oh, okay. But uh, I understand that. Was, That's okay. I understand. You know, uh, because cause I, yeah, I was like, wow, man, he wanted to talk about. It. But you know what he wanted to talk about? I mean, I don't know if you had any time or not. If you want to spend ten minutes with me, I'm getting ready to wrap it up here in about fifteen minutes. So. No, I didn't know. I didn't know what he was going to talk about. But I did hear you talk about the Republican rally up here in Connecticut. I was there at the rally. I was providing security for uh, Susan Haas, who's running for uh, um, uh, state representative. And uh, it was really a back the blue rally. And, uh, um, you know, they they have they taken qualified immunity away from the uh, officers up here. And a lot of them are afraid to really do their jobs because they're afraid that, you know, they'll be sued. And so, you know, that was uh, one of the topics of the subject. But it, it did get rough a couple of weeks ago. Somebody punched a female campaign manager. And, uh, you know, I don't know what, you know, stuff that was. But, you know, and then there's other people that wanted to, you know, they, they bring their own security. There was people there from Donald Trump's uh, organization. There was somebody there who was uh, in charge of the border at one time. And, he, you know, he made a specific speech on that on the border. And he said, by the way, the wall does work. And uh, he said, he knows because he was, you know, he started out as a border guard uh, way back when he says, and it was an honor to put, you know, that badge on and the uh, gun and go out there and represent the people of the United States of America. And he says, and you know, some, some people got kind of rowdy in the crowd and were calling it treason and, and uh, you know, what this going on at the border. But other than that, it was very peaceful. Uh, uh, it was in Southbury, Connecticut, and there was uh, WTNH was there, the news channel, and um, you know there was yeah, there's Elm Street, New Haven, yeah, New Haven, Connecticut. Yeah, there was, yeah. There was another uh, party there from the Trump's campaign uh, that uh, running for senator, um, uh, government, you know, not state senator, but federal, and uh, gave a speech and uh, you know rallied the people, thanked the uh, people in blue, and you know for what they do and. You know, it's a it's a funny situation, but yeah, you got to remember you're in a democratic state, and uh, uh, people are very passionate right now over this uh, Democrats and Republicans, and 
and I don't I don't know what the uh, the great the funniest thing that I've seen so far in the state is that when you go to the gas pumps, there's a little sticker on there, and it's a picture of Joe Biden pointing, and it points to the dollar sign you're paying, and it says I did this. <laughs> uh, That's a good but, message. You know, if America. <laughs> Yeah, if, if the Americans in this country would, you, you know, the people of this country would just park the car for a day, you'd see gas prices drop. You want to hurt, you can't hurt these people unless you hurt them in the wallet. You know, yep. just park your car for a day, carpool, and you go out with less people in a car. Stay off public transportation. That's what they're trying. And I listened to Congress the other day, and they had that woman on that's in charge of uh, our energy uh, uh, department. And uh, you know what she said, that they're trying to accelerate the use of green energy. So what they're doing is they're trying to squeeze us and force us into green energy by raising the prices of gas and oil. And when yeah. they, and the senator was taken back by that and said, what are you talking about? So in other words, you're, you're going to keep raising for getting gas prices and, and home heating oil, and, and all these prices are going to keep going up so people have to turn to solar and wind power. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's... That's that's part of that, you know, and it all leads to the reset. And you know about that yeah. vote at the WHO. That's supposed to take place very soon. And they're going to – this country, Biden signed papers. People don't even know it. He, he signed over our government, per se, to the WHO because the WHO will be able to control uh, any kind of pandemic or mass uh, uh, medical situation and lock down any country, including the USA. He gave the – he's going to – they're going to vote on that in less than a week. And you haven't heard a thing about it on television or on the radio or anywhere else. It's all, it's been silent about it. Yeah. How come? How come nobody's talking about it, Peter? How come? Well, because, you know, it's you got fake news out there. and you got people yeah. are tuned into CNN and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, these other stations, and they just believe that, you know, what they're saying. And now, you know, it's just like, you know, the trial going on. They, they're trying one guy in the Trump campaign – <clears throat> and uh, but when the but when the uh, Hillary Clinton campaign now that they've discovered that without any doubt that the dossier was a false dossier, the man just testified in federal court that she knew, and they all knew, and the FBI director knew. Everybody wants to know what's he still doing in power? What's he even doing yeah. in the White House? And so know. you know the, the country's in shambles, and and people are waking up, but it's by small groups. It's in hometown grassroots. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're waking up. But do we have the time to change the vote? Do we have the time to change the people in, in office? I mean, it's a disgrace what's going on uh, throughout uh, the country and the world. Because you're looking at two, yeah, you look at two more elections at least before we could change everything, you know? Yeah, and we have a president who can't even remember the names of the leaders he's meeting. <laughs> I mean, he's not running anything. I know. I know. And so that makes you wonder who's running it then, right? Well, yeah. Well, the elitists are running it, and the money's running it, and the power's running it. The Chinese are probably running it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I tell know. you, I'd like to, yeah. I'll tell you what, it's, I'd like uh, to get uh, Rich Cadenas. I'd like to get Cadenas and everybody on. You know, it's really, really people are looking to the spiritual leaders out there, the pastors and the leaders of the church out there to lead us out of this. I'm telling you, that's what the feeling I'm getting from people, and nobody's pre preaching it. Nobody's preaching the gospel. Nobody's well, preaching us preaching back it. to the Lord. In fact, if you're in Pensacola and you're listening or in the Pensacola area on uh, the 29th of this month in Pensacola at uh, Pastor Gadinas' church, you know, they're holding their God and Country rally, 
uh, up at uh, Lighthouse Baptist Church in uh, uh, Lemon Grove, California. They have a, a great uh, uh, God and Country Day. You have Gibbs there from uh, uh, Christian Law Association. He gives a great, great narration of the Fourth uh, of July and the American flag. And I don't know, you've heard it before. You played it on the program, but I've seen it live. And uh, you know, they're preaching it around the country. There's a great movement. I was on the Woodbury Green uh, three weeks ago, and a uh, pastor was there. And, you know, I uh, led the opening prayer for uh, the military and the uh, and those who were going to re- in office. And I read the, a prayer from the 40, from 1947 Congress where they, twice they mentioned Jesus Christ's name in Congress. And, you know, what you have in there, you have to understand something. What we have trying to lead our world is people who don't have any faith in the God and so they're godless people, and they think that there is no God, and so they think they are God, and they can just do whatever they want because they have more intelligence than the rest of us, and and they have power and they have money. And those are the people that are running this country, and those are the people that are trying to run the world, and that's why we have them teaching, you know, uh, third graders and kindergartners and first graders, you know, uh, this the perversions that they're teaching them. And and they they're not just on one front. They're coming at us at many fronts. And right now, I I advise everybody every time you go in a store and find a can for a dollar ninety five cents, you better buy it, because by September uh, we could be looking at a famine in this country, because the shelves will be empty. And 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 uh, China just we just shipped China millions of dollars worth of corn. And India India said that they're not shipping any wheat to the United States or any other country because they don't even have enough to feed their own people, and they're worried about this coming famine. And so, huh. uh, you know, wow. they're going to starve us. And so you can't afford gasoline at $10 a gallon, and you can't afford home heating oil. Home heating oil, I paid almost $6 a gallon, you know. And, and I wow. for, for less than a, and I, I was down to a little below a half a tank on a 400-gallon tank, and, and, you know, I paid over $500. And so if it wow. costs me this year $2,500 this winter, what will it cost next year? Almost double that. Who could spend yeah. $5,000 on heating oil? And, and, and they're ripping you know, all the, the wildernesses down, the woods down everywhere. They're logging them everywhere. Even down here in, in North Carolina, they're, lo- they're ripping everything up, you know, and building condominiums, you know? And, and people know it's coming. I mean, they, up here in Connecticut, they, they're maintaining the roads. And what they did this this spring is they went through and they whacked all the trees that were running along the lines on the road and cut everything back almost 10, 15 feet. And they left the wood there. And people were just pulling up with pickup trucks and loading it up and driving away. They didn't even shred that wood. They just dropped it where it was. And everybody, people were coming from all over to pick it up. Wow. Yeah, you know, it's like that up it, there? It's that bad? If you're in New wow. England... You know, I advise you to get a wood get a wood stove, a, a coal stove, and and uh, um, you know stock your wood because you're going to need it this winter, so you don't have to pay that price. Yeah, you know, yeah. You got, got and then you get the rolling now. blackouts. You know, electricity goes out. What are you going to do then? You know. You know, here's the other farce. You know, they're talking about well, you know, everybody buy electric vehicles, electric vehicles. Listen, our electrical grid could not handle everybody having an electric vehicle. If everybody came <laughs> home from work at 4 or 5 o'clock and plugged in their vehicle, we'd have blackouts everywhere. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know, I didn't even think yeah, about that. Part. And and who in the world could afford a $60,000, $70,000 car? Nobody. Yeah. The average person yeah. can't. Yeah. Remember when the hybrids came out, the hybrid vehicles? That was a big thing, remember? Yeah. You know? 
Well, I, you know, I, rented, I rented a Ford Fusion Hybrid, and I'm going to be honest with you. I only spent $14 for the complete week that I drove it. It was electric hybrid, and it charged itself. And, uh, you know, it was I only spent $14 in, you know, you know, in gas. Yeah, uh, and it charged go down a hill. It charged, but my problem was this: the Ford Fusion had a uh, had a, like a vine that was on the on the dashboard panel where your speedometer was, and it was a vine. And every time you dropped some electricity, a leaf would fall off. And and it started. Remember really? That? You'd be watching. Yeah, and then you'd be watching that thing. And then if you went downhill, the leaves would come back up. And so it would drive you crazy all day. You're wondering, you know, you start wondering, am I, am I charging? Am I charging? You know, my, oh, there goes the leaf, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they got us, huh? They got us so paranoid the world's going to run out of resources when it has plenty, huh? It has plenty. God has given us the sun. He's given us so much resources that we could never possibly run out, huh? Well, it's not that we're running out. It's you, you have an administration that came in. And and reverse the policies. You know, they could say whatever they want. People didn't like Trump and he's brass. But listen, he wasn't a per se politician. And he admitted, he said, listen, you know, people are mad at me because I got away with taxes on this and did this. He said, but I didn't do what anybody else didn't do. I jumped through the loopholes that were available. There were available loopholes. So I used them just like every other person uses them. And now you're mad at me for using them. You're not mad at them for using them, you know. And But he said, you know, one thing he's one thing he did was he made us energy efficient. He had the border under control, and he had Mexico under control. You know Mexico is dumping almost a million gallons every so many months into our into the ocean of sewage that rolls up past Imperial Beach, California, all the way up to Carlsbad. And people can't even go, wow, come out of your smells like sewage. People got lung trouble. They got bronchitis, and they're sick, and nobody, you know, nobody feeds you. The place stinks sometimes. Sometimes it's a beautiful place, you know. But, uh, uh, you know, he had all this under control. Yeah. And uh, he had this, you know, senators. I remember that. You, you tell me about that, actually. I remember that. And you so, so, you know, people can say what they want about Donald Trump. But I'll tell you what, at least the world feared us as a nation, and they respected us as a nation because they knew we had, a, you know, he went to NATO and told them, listen, we're not going to protect you. You don't even pay your fair share. Why should we protect you? And he told the German, do you know what he did to the German chancellor? He sent uh, a Marco. He told her, you know, you're 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 with NATO, but you're dependent on energy on Russia, and you're paying Russia, and you're feeding Russia money that you didn't that you shouldn't have to feed, and they shouldn't be fed it. And then on top of that, when he got home, he sent her a white flag. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Wow, that's, I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah, he sent her a white flag. In other words, letting her know you surrendered. You surrendered. Right. Wow. You know, who's so as a pastor, that? though, as somebody who studied the world religions out there, <clears throat> I mean, where are we going with this stuff? I mean, where does this end up? Where are we ending up with this? I think our nation's under judgment of God. I, I, I believe that, and I think that uh, there's an awakening happening right now uh, in in America. People are waking up now, and, you know, it started with some grassroots organizations, people opposing these school boards and running for school boards, people in there that have some morals. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can't really legislate morals. Morals has to come from your your your, your beliefs and your standards. You know your Christian beliefs. I mean, uh, uh, you know, you look at these other countries. I mean, look at Pakistan, uh, Iraq, Iran. You know these places. You know, look at how they they treat their people. You know, America. People are mad that you know we have taxes in America. Listen, other countries just take your money. 
forget your taxes. And, you know, just be grateful that we what well, we have, but we just need to get it under control. And, and this yeah. election is probably the one of the most important elections in the history of the United States right now. And if the and and you know there are some Republicans that are, need to get out of office too. That that stood with Democrats. I don't. I don't think that. I think the midterms is the staging Peter. I think the midterms are running, and these are people that are quiet. You would have never even known they lived in town, and they just stood up and said, "We've had enough as Americans, so we're going to try. We're going to fight." And they're Peter, they're think, standing up all over the place. I've been to Peter, you know, two uh, God and Country uh, uh, prayer services. One in. Uh, uh, Woodbury, uh, I was in this one in Southbury, I was in another one in Bethlehem, Connecticut, small towns, but people are rising up. And it's those votes that count, you know. And the problem is is that people are discouraged in America. You know, people well, in listen, America are discouraged. I don't think that, yeah, they don't that, want to listen, block. Peter, Peter, hang on. I don't yeah. think that those small towns are going to the Electoral College those small towns, yes, I know that. That's why they're changing a lot of these voting uh, – people don't understand that, but a lot of these voting procedures have been changed in a lot of states. You know, and, and, and yeah, the people are getting fed up in smaller towns and rural communities, but we, the midterms, it, yes, it's a big election. I agree with you there, but I think the biggest one is going to be the one in two years with the presidential and the, the selection of the Congress and Senate, because we're either going to have to change the final stamp of this new world order that the Biden administration is plant, planting and planting upon us, or we're really going to go be in big trouble. What do you think? Well, I, I agree. I agree. But I think this November is a very, very important, and I think that uh, we can get control uh, if the if we can get some uh, Republicans in there. The Democrat, listen, they had a woman. Who, who was a Democrat, and she went before Congress, and, and they asked her. She was a pro-lifer, and, and they were giving them a voice, the pro-life. And they asked her, do you believe that men could get pregnant? And this woman actually said yes. <laughs> because she's talking get about Get out of here. Yeah. No, I'm serious. It's a heart attack. And the guy said to him, the guy, the guy said, do you believe that a man could get pregnant? She said, yes. And, and, I, and he said, well, what do you believe about uh, a long-term uh, abortion? And she said, well, I think a woman should be in charge of her own body. I, he says, so, so you think it's okay for a woman to give birth and then kill her child? And she said, yes, it's her child. Unreal. They're talking about slaughtering wow. a baby outside the womb. They're not even talking about in the womb. Wow. That's I mean, we, you know, the Bible calls that without natural affection. A mother could take a child and throw him in a dumpster. Without natural affection, yep, yep. Wow. You know, we've yeah. And that's part Look of you know you, you, this younger generation. The problem with the younger generation is is that they have a social life. Uh, there is no social life. It's all on the internet, and they'd rather text you than speak to you. Uh, they don't want to talk to you. They, they they don't know how to get along. We were in a McDonald's today in Bristol, Connecticut, and, uh, you know, I'm allergic to onions. And uh, uh, Michelle was there, and he went in, uh, and, he or, and he went back to the counter and told the lady, you know, the, 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 we ordered this without onions, and, there's, and, and we didn't, you know, this thing's got onions on it. And he, the, guy, the guy, they want to have a fist fight with him. Get out of here, really? Yeah, and finally the manager came. You know, he got the manager, and then finally they gave him what he wanted. He came back. He was all red-faced. I said, what happened? He told me. And then after we went out, you know, the manager came to him and said, well, you know, I want to apologize to you for that whole thing. And, and you know, is there anything I could do to make it right? He said, yeah, fire that person. 
Yeah. And I said, you know, outside, I said, look, here's the problem. They're a younger generation. They don't know anything about social communication. And I've been in retail yeah. business. And in retail business, the customer's always right. You make the customer right because you want to keep them right. And you want to keep them as a customer. You're not trying to get in an argument with them. If he said there's something wrong, then make it right. Even yep. if he's wrong, make them right. You know? Yep. As long as it's not detrimental to the company. And I, and I told Michelle, what you should have told is that they need to sit that person down and explain that to them. You know? Because, no, they won't, sit down. Uh, they won't sit down and listen, Peter. You know? They don't care about if they get fired either. So how do you deal with something like that in society? See, you're bringing up something very great point about our younger youth that, you know, and how they act. But what do you do when they don't care? So how do we make them care again? You know, uh, you know what? They, then they suffer the consequences of the decision. I I was in California in the Cal involved in the California school system, and while I was involved in the California school system, my grandson was there, and he earned a complete. You know, he had a perfect attendance, and they gave him an award, and they gave other people awards for things that they had achieved, their grades and different things. But then they came out and gave everybody an award, and that was wrong. Everybody yep. didn't deserve a reward, but they gave it to them. And when we asked, why did everybody get a reward? They said, well, we didn't want anybody to feel bad. Well, well that's <laughs> what the American spirit is, competition. And if you want to get ahead, you have to compete. And if you're lazy, yep. you don't get a reward for being lazy. Yep. Correct. And so the system, we, we need to take a deep, deep look at it and say, look, if we're here now, where are we going to be in a year? If we don't do something. Yeah. Well, you remember we had this conversation back during the Obama administration. Remember when he was going to be for re-election? We got to get him out of there. Otherwise, it's all over and it's the end. You know? And look what happened. You know, nothing. He made the country worse, yes. And I remember at a Tea Party rally, a 92-year-old man. Now, this is 2008. So this guy's long gone now, obviously. You know, I mean, you know, that's what, uh, what, uh, how many years ago now? Uh, wow, what, 10, 12, uh, 14, that's 14 years ago. So 14 years ago, this 92-year-old guy stands up. He goes, I've never seen my country more screwed up than ever. You know, and I'm, I'm sad. I'm 92 years old. I'm a World War II vet. You know, and back then, you know, that's, you know, you know, because they're dying off those vets. I don't even think there's many around anymore. Um uh, you know, and he says, so, but now look at us. Where are we at now? You know, so, I mean, just, isn't this just the way things are just going to play out? I mean, isn't it just like you said, well, we're just passing could. through? It could. It could. You know, I mean, listen, biblically, it all, you know, we're not in evolution. We're in devolution. It all goes down. There's no question about it. But can God give this country a reprieve? Yes. And how will he do it? He'll do it when the hearts of the people change. You know, I found in the Bible that God gave always gave the people the leader they deserve. And if they were wicked yeah. people, they got a wicked leader. That's what they deserve. Yeah. You know, they had God as a king, as their Lord and leader, and they wanted a human king. So they got Saul. <laughs> you know, and what happened to Saul? You know, he, he disobeyed God. And so, you yeah. know, we, we can't continue the path we're going because even... Even those who were screaming defund the police, defund the police, and all that—they're they're begging for more cops on the street. Yeah. Who are you going to call? Yeah. Go. You want to do something tonight? Call the San Diego Dispatch and see what you get. You'll spend forty minutes on this phone. You won't talk to a person. 
Yeah. The first thing you'll get is recording telling you it's the San Diego Police Dispatch. And then the next thing that's going to happen is they're going to tell you that the next thing is they tell you in Spanish. And then they give you the tone for the deaf. And then they come back out and tell you about their website. And then they come back out and tell you in Spanish. And then they come back in and give you the tone deaf. And then after this goes on and on and on, and then they finally tell you that if it's an emergency, you know, call 911. But if you're trying to reach dispatch, hold on. You'll, your call will be answered in the uh, order in which it was received. You know, 40 minutes yeah. later, you still ain't received anything. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right, man. So, you know, again, though, but we saw this play. Remember the movie Death Wish? Remember that movie with Charles Bronson? You know, how the crime was, sure. like, out of control, and he was a vigilante. You know, you know, so aren't we just seeing the same thing happen all over again? I mean, the cycle of society, really? You know, when you think about it? I mean, really, has anything really changed except for technology? You know? Well, listen, technology hasn't been a blessing. Hey, look, here we are. We got a car, and it serves gas and it's got air conditioning, and I can sit and I can uh, talk to you, I can tell it to call you, I can send a message, I can receive messages, and, and now I'm sitting in traffic for 40 minutes to two hours. That was great. Technology's really helped us. Yeah, that's true, that's true. But but how far do you think technology can make us? I mean, does what's the Bible say about technology? Well, I, again, you know, the Bible says it all goes down. You know, you get to Revelation chapter 11, and you're talking about, you know, the, there's uh, the times of the Gentiles and there's the fullness of the Gentiles. And the fullness yeah. of the times of the Gentiles began in 606 B.C. when Nebuchadnezzar the king came down from Babylon and, you know, he stomped on Israel, started deporting them. And then in 503 was the last deportation in that area that around that time. And then you have uh, the fullness of the Gentiles is something different. But the times of the Gentiles ends when, uh, you know, Israel's surrounded again by its enemies. And, and, you know, the way it's going, listen, if there's a food famine, you know, they have very productive lands there. And, uh, you know, and but they can trade technology. They have great technology. You know, people say a lot of about the Jews, but you know what? Israel, uh, as far as the medical field, the military field, and technology, they, they excel greatly. They supply a lot of the world. But, you know, most of those guns that we have on our, uh, uh, on our Navy ships that can, that can pick a fly out of the sky – they were created by the Israelis and a lot of our medical and medical technology. And so, you know, God, God's, you know, they say what they want about it. But uh, uh, we, we, anyway, that's the times of the Gentiles. But the fullness of the Gentiles is when the last Gentile receives Christ as their Lord and Savior. And, and you and I don't know that number. But when that number hits, that's it. Then there's rapture. And then, you know what, there's seven years of tribulation. The world's going to get what, you know, what, what's coming to them. They want to live in in sin and they want to live in putrid and you know what when you study world history you have to be a world history buff most people only know the history of our nation and some things about you know the other countries but when you study world history you understand that people were godless before christianity uh, that were pagans and they sacrificed their children it was an everyday event they threw them off cliffs they gave them to molech and they burned them and they gave their best and and you know even uh, you know, look at uh, uh, what's his name there, Julius Caesar. You know, his his history records him as every every woman's man and every man's woman. Alexander the Great always had a little young boy with him when he traveled. And you know, these are historical facts that people keep hidden. But these were people who were didn't have the uh, uh, God called Jesus Christ. They they had these gods of Saturn and idols that they worshipped. 
and they were pagans. You know, uh, Alexander Grace marching an army across the uh, east, and a, and a crow flew by. And because a crow flew by, a raven rather, he had to stop and sacrifice because the people were so superstitious. And so when you start understanding that, when we say, oh, man, we lost 50,000 people. So listen, there were hundreds of thousands of people slaughtered in wars with, with swords and chains and, and, and battle axes and, 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 and you know, and, and, and look at Russia right now. You got a guy leaving Russia that was thrown out of the KGB, and he was thrown out of the KGB because he failed to make proper risk assessments, and he was too dangerous. He ends up being the leader of this country, and he did it in a sly way. He got in by causing trouble, by causing dissension. He gets in there, and listen, he failed to make a proper risk assessment about Ukraine. What he did was unite NATO and isolate himself. And so, you know, how much how much of a that's an improper risk assessment. His forces weren't even prepared to fight. it. I mean, they slaughtered over twenty one thousand soldiers already. So so why doesn't his military general stand up to him? They just killed four of them, five of them. I mean, so those generals really don't have the authority or control over their over their armies. Then, if they can't, if they can't, you know, surely there has to be some sort of fear. Of, I mean, Putin just can't be that like a runaway dictator. Surely, in today's modern age and communication and times, Peter, we must. There must be. I mean, you know, these generals must have some pull or power. They must be on the side of Putin somehow. You know what I mean? Well, I mean. Uh... You know, there's still some hardcore KGB around. There's still some hardcore communists, but they're the older guys. You know, the younger guys are trying to get out. I mean, they say they're shooting. Or, you know, one of them says they're shooting. The commanders are shooting their own people that are wounded. These people were yeah, barbarians. Russia, Russia was a barbarian country, and when you study it, they were originally called Scythians. They were called Scythians. And when one of their soldiers died, they dug a grave for him. They threw the guy's, shot the guy's horse and threw him with him. You know, I, really, they, they're, they're brutal people. They are brutal and they don't care. They're, they become they're ruthless. I mean, listen, they're ravaging. They're 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 pillaging. They're raping. They're slaughtering. They're, they they they've showed it live. They're shooting people in the back in the streets. And, you know, they went to this place where there was a gas company and the two security guards were in there. They talked to the guards because it's on camera. It's recorded there. And they the security guards went outside to walk away. They let them go and they shot them in the back. Wow! Yeah, just because they, because they could. They're, and they're look at World people. War Two. What they did to the Germans, the Russians. What they did. How they tortured the women and children, and and raped women, and and the Red Army. And Patton wanted to go after him. He wanted to. See, he said, "Let me go after him." And you know, remember how n- n- the the remember Stalin? How crazy he was. You know. Yeah. But it's uh, we're in uh, we're in precarious times, and it all comes down to people getting woken up and knowing that. Look at. This is the most – if you want to gain any control of this country, you've got to vote. And the problem is we've got so many illegals that are allowed to vote. That's the other problem. And so the only way to solve that is every illegal that came into this country that, that got in and had to come through Border Patrol were fingerprinted. Those who got away, the getaways, the gotaways, they call them, you know, those, those are up in the 7,000s and 10,000s and more. And so we don't know about them, but everybody else has been fingerprinted. Uh, APHIS is there. Why can't we run Prince at the poll? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Or, or, or Every, dip your thumb in, thumb in ink, like you said, right? Yeah, there has to be some accountability. 
Yeah. I mean, we just can't open the polls to let everybody and their brother just walk in. Can't even alive out of it. Yeah, I'm well, somebody put in here. Floor. Somebody put in here. You know who raped more women than the Red Army, the USA? I don't know about that. I mean, well, we're talking about you know, in we World War Two. No, we admit we had the Mili massacre, and you know what? We're we're ashamed of it. But you know what? We didn't erase it out of our history. We're not trying to hide it. And we correct our errors as Americans, and we move on. You know, we don't. You know, all this uh, uh, trying people trying to erase our history and ripping down statues and all that. Listen, that's our history. That's who we were. And accept it. That's it. Uh, and, and, yeah. and move on. We, we're supposed to learn from the past. And you know what they say. Yeah. One thing people don't learn from history is they don't learn from history. Yeah. And yeah. so and, and so here we are in, in this predicament that we're in. And it's not, listen, you know, pointing fingers at each other isn't going to be the answer. Fighting between us isn't going to be the answer. The answer is that, that Americans, you need to unite and say what's good for our country because whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, you need what's good for the country. And if you think, uh, yes. you know, Nancy Pelosi, you see what the Roman Catholic bishop did to her? She's not allowed to take no, communion. Uh, she's, pro, she's pro-abortion, so he told her she can't have communion. <laughs> What did she do? <laughs> Take another swig? <laughs> oh, yeah, who knows? I mean, she has one more facelift. I have to feed her from the back of her head. He says the U- USA raped more German women during uh, during and after World War II than the Red Army. I I, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I, I mean, we're getting into semantics. Yeah, I don't, I don't, first of all, I don't believe that. I don't believe Americans who are that demoralized. And that was the greatest yeah. generation that ever lived. And they fought because it was morally right to fight. And I don't think yes. they were out. Uh, I'm not saying there wasn't war crimes committed. I think every during war is hell. And, uh, you know, during those times, uh, there's all kinds of things that go on. No question about it. And you know what? I, yeah, right? you're right. No. I can't see men men during those days. Those were good men, hardworking men. They grew up during the Depression. Yeah, there were bad people, but you, you, but to, but more, you know what I mean? To say that a majority of them were raping women and in front of children like the Red Army was. No way, man. No way. You know, I no, just can't no, believe we, that. We, we weren't savage. In fact, uh, you know, uh, the, the Border Patrol agent was talking about when he first started as a border agent and there was a shooting at the border. And a woman was running away with her child, and she was shot in the leg. And she went down, and the border agent ran over and said, are you shot? And she said, yes. And he laid down on top of her. And the next guard and border agent came running up, and he kneeled down, and, and he covered the child. And the next border agent came up and took a shooting position. And so that's, yeah. you know, that's the emotional part. And, and, yes. even, and, and that woman was an illegal coming across. And yet he, yeah. you know, they protect their life because that's that's what uh, Americans do. That's why, you know, when you study the uh, Daniel's seventieth week, and you study the uh, uh, you study his vision, you see that there's a the the lion that has the or the eagle that has the wings, which represents England, and then America's represented the American speaking people. You know, the Americans are represented by the eagle without the wings. Why? Because we're we're the only nation with a heart. We're the only nation that would just, you know, in a war, destroy a nation and go back and rebuild it. Yeah, Asso, yeah. I don't know what the pronunciations of this place. He said Naturic, or, or wait, N-A-T-U-R-L-I-C-H and S-I-E-H-A-B-E-N. I, uh, to, um, you know, 
dismissive it is a sign of uh, of ignorance. Well, uh, well, you know, I, look, we can argue about history all day long and what happened well, in I'm history. Not history, I'm not dismissing history, and I said that. And that, that just, that's an improper statement. I'm not dismissing the history of uh, the wrongs done by our nation. Uh, m- many nations have done wrong. We're not the only nation. But as we evolve as a maturing society, our morals are supposed to get stronger, not weaker. We're supposed Correct. to look back at the past and say, hey, you know, we, we made these mistakes, and we should not make these same mistakes. We're supposed to evolve into a more maturing society. Uh, you know, Trop versus Duelist was one of the greatest Supreme Court cases on, on cruel and unusual punishment. And, uh, you know, uh, we're supposed to mature. We're not supposed to sit back and point fingers at each other over our past history. Listen, nobody's going to change that. We accept it, we learn from it, and we move forward. So, so we That's don't right. do those things. Well, we so what are we supposed to do in America? We're supposed to say, oh, you know, what happened back 200 years ago? What are we supposed to do? What is the answer then to these people that constantly are saying, you know, the European invaders, the, Indi- the Indians were, listen, the Indians weren't such a peaceful people and whatnot. They did bad too. Okay. So what are we supposed to do? Erase our history? We're supposed to be ashamed of our history? What are we supposed to do? How do we move on in America t- for tomorrow? How do we move on as a, as a people? All right. All right, so let's all go back, find our ancestry, and go back to our original countries. We'll leave it to the Indians. Come on. Listen, this is, uh, those, those were the conquests of war, and the conquests of war began in the book of Genesis, and man has, has fought for land and territory forever. And, uh, and I haven't heard the, you know, uh, uh, the, the Germans or the Iraqis or the, you know, people saying, well, we got to go back 200 years and figure out who's going to owe us uh, reparations. And listen, cut it out. Nobody's, nobody has the power to change it. We're, we're in a time in the year 2022 where people have, should be more mature in their thoughts and living. But, you know, human beings at their base and, uh, you know, can be animals, worse than animals. Uh, they can do things to each other that animals don't do to each other. And so, yeah. and we always have roads of society. But the truth of the matter is, we're supposed to learn from those things. Nobody can go back and say, you know, the colonial invaders. You know, look at Britain. Britain had, uh, they said, Britain had the uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, largest empires in the world. The sun never set on it. You know, and, and yeah. so uh, how did if I conquest? Do you think the people that they've conquered are looking to get a uh, uh, a reparation? You know. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm. That's but but that's how do you, you know, stop this great divide between and, we, and this is what we were, you opened up with this time, Republican Democrat. There is such a difference in opinion and how people believe that the country is split right down the middle, and we're and we're going to rip well, this country we, apart. We have to stop and say it's not right or wrong. It's good and evil. What's good and what's evil, and we have to know the difference. See, I can tell my child, don't put your hand on the stove. That's right and wrong. It's not good and evil. Yeah. But knowing the difference between what's good and evil. When a president of the United States would put his hand on a, on a Bible and say that, you know, swear himself in an oath of office and then fight to for abortion, there's a problem. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. And so, so that's evil. Then nobody can say abortion is a good thing. It's an evil thing. It's, it's a sacrifice of a child. Okay, because yep. why? Because I fornicated. Now I decided I didn't want this child. Well, you shouldn't have the sex in the first place, then. Well, you know, I think you that's the answer it. there, Peter. Go back to the beginning. You know, what? Why having sex? Well, you know, you shouldn't be having sex to begin with. You know, 
There, <laughs> there are so many birth there are so many birth controls and ways to not get pregnant that uh, between uh, vasectomies and uh, uh, tube sign, you know, all that stuff, and and all of that thing, and, and then. You know, people uh, are, well, it's our body. We do what we want with it. Well, that's a life. Somebody, somebody's got to have the moral standard for a life. <clears throat> that's a their life. big argument. It's my body. You know, that's the big argument. I get that all the time. You know, it's yeah, my have, body. Yes. We have, you know, it's just like the Constitution. Oh, we have liberty. We have liberty. Yes, you have liberty. Not to do whatever you want. You have liberty to do what's correct, what's good. That's what liberty's yep. given to us. Not so well. I could do what I want, you know, me first. And so we become, yeah. we have this whole generation, and, and you know, the people that are teaching them in our public schools, they all have their own religious beliefs. They all have their moral standards, and they incorporate that into their own teaching. Correct. And, and, Correct. You know, and then you have this, uh, uh, you know, r- racial divide here that's being pumped in. And 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 listen, I'm not. And listen, I, I've seen you know racial things that. That just didn't make sense to me. I lived in uh, Waterbury, Connecticut at one time. And in Waterbury, Connecticut, in the, in the uh, African-American neighborhood, there were five times as many liquor stores there was in the white neighborhoods. And they licensed yep. more. You know? Yep. And so was that right or is that wrong? Well, you know, hey, uh, we're all struggling. But I've seen some stuff. You know, I've been a victim of racism myself. I'm down south. Uh, try, yeah. try and get served out there in uh, St. Louis. I couldn't even get a meal because I was white. But I didn't run around, you know. I didn't go get a, to- a tomahawk and go chase everybody, you know. I just, you know, I, ate, I went, I went to a Waffle House with my wife, and it was one one young lady who was a white lady, and and the rest of these people were African Americans, and 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 they, I ordered a steak and eggs, and they gave me a steak and it was peppered with pepper. I mean, they put pepper on this thing, and I took one taste of it and I said to the to the fellow, I said, you know, to the girl, the white girl that was a waitress, I said, the, the, I can't eat this. Smoked with pepper, and she said, "Oh, I'm sorry." And she brought it back and told the chef. And he looked over at me, and he smirked, and he took it. He put it on top of the grill, and he put another steak on. And when he thought I wasn't looking, I saw him take that peppered steak down and put it back on the grill. And he served it back to me. And you know what? I uh-huh. ate it <laughs> just to show him I'm not a racist. I ate it, and when I got done, they were all all the all the cooks and everybody were standing out back. And I walked out back, and I said to them all, "I said I want to thank you for the meal, and uh, uh, here's five dollars for each as a tip." And I got back in the car and I drove away. You know, I could have handled that differently. I could have, you know, said, "Hey, you know, you're all a bunch of, you know, racists, and you know, you treated me wrong." You know, sometimes you can teach people something without, uh, you know, getting derogatory. You know? I saw racism, yeah. I mean, I've seen it really bad in the cities where white whites are, are attacked just because they're white. It happens to all, you know, look, it happens, but but vice versa. So coming apart over it and, and, and you know, look, we going to have, look, you want to have a war and see who wins? Is that what you want? I mean, because that, that's what it's going to lead to. I mean, in the end, in the battle, and the bottom line of it all is, is that, look, you know, we're going to have, we're stand, we have to stand up against what is wrong, you know? What is right and what is wrong, like you originally said? You know, good versus well, evil. Good and evil. What's good? good and evil. Not good and evil. Now, if your listening audience wants to do something, well, here's a piece of history for them. But see, most people are too lazy, and they're not going to read it. It's about a thousand pages. Volume one, volume two, and volume three: the decline and fall of the Roman Empire. And in the Roman Empire, yep. there was there were several reasons why the Roman Empire collapsed from within. 
Number one was overtaxation of the people. Number two was overspread of their military. And the third thing was sin of every kind. And, and by the way, there was amusements of every kind. And, and those were the things that brought them down. But there used to be three parties. There was a red, blue, and a green party. And two of the parties turned against each other, and they went to war. They actually went to war. How does the Geneva Bible, uh, Peter, I got just a quick question. How does the Geneva Bible fit for correct content compared to the KGV? Well, the Geneva Bible, you know, it it comes before the uh, perfection of the KJV. And, uh, you know, the Puritans had the Geneva Bible when they came to this country, uh, some of them. But look what happened to the Puritans. You know, what they were trying to escape was religious intolerance, and they came here and tried to make a state. See, this is where we – this is the history that the people need to know when they say, oh, separation of church and state. They don't understand. What that means is that the government doesn't run the church. That's all that meant. They want separation Uh of church and state. Not that Christians can't be in the government, not that religion can't be in the government, but that the government can't run it. See, in the colonies – if you weren't a member, you had to become a member of the church to be in the colony. Correct. You see, you had to be, and the government ran the church, and that's what they tried to escape in 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 Europe. That's why they came to this country for religious freedom. Yep. And so that's yep. where the Baptist movement came in. And the first Baptist church was in Rhode Island, and uh, you know, Baptists were fundamental, independent, self-governing. They didn't have one place where you know, they, like the. Uh, uh, congregation, the Methodists and the Southern Baptists, you know, they all send their money to one place and then it's distributed. It isn't done like that. It's the, the Baptists were, you know, it's a, it's a republic. It's a democracy. It's, it's a, uh, independent fundamental. Each church is independently run. Well, yep. And so, yep. All right. Uh, that model, right. but this, this, this freedom and liberty, you know, that what's written on the Liberty Bell comes out of the Bible. Let freedom ring, you know, preach liberty. Well, what's the liberty? The liberty is is that you have freedom to do what's right, to do what's good, not liberty to do whatever you want. And, and you know, yeah. and, and the pursuit of happiness, you know, well, I have the right for the pursuit of happiness, yes, but not on the infringement of my rights. Yep, okay. that's correct. So, yeah. so, but really the bottom line is this. How do we the, – the, there's no changing these liberals. Peter, these liberals are just not going to change their mind. Well, what's going to change their mind is when they're starving and they can't afford gas and heat, then they're going to say, you know what? Uh, uh, It's on the wake-up call. You see, it was the Democrats. It was the Democrats who were the racists from the very beginning. It wasn't the Republicans. the, The Democrats ought to study their own history. I don't know why the Republicans don't run on the history of the Democrats, because they could win. Because it was the Democrats that said, we'll never have a black man in the White House. It wasn't the Republicans. You see? Isn't that and, something? And so, you know, and so the Democrats are the ones that, that have repressed the black people and promised them stuff and tried to, you know, integrate them into schools and force them, force busing and all that. And, you know, like they were doing something good. They didn't do something good. You know, I'd like to see – my goal is I'd like to see a platform where everybody can come together and and put their minds and their ideas together and move forward together. You know, we're all too busy 
here, do this. You do that. Fighting with this one. I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to do this, and we're going to do this. And I get it. Look, you got like you. You have your church, and you know you don't have time most of the times to tune into this program. And 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 Pastor Godinas has his church down there, and what have you. And Dr. Massa, Stanford Connecticut. Everyone's got their own thing going. Why can't we come together as one people somewhere down the line and use the technology that we have today that all the people that we converse with join forces? We can have such a powerful voice, and 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 well, and, and you know what I mean. That's what you're seeing now within this Republican Party. But as again, it started, you know, as a small grassroots movement. How did how did our country get founded on a small grassroots movement? You know, certain men three percenters, and they did. And other people said, you know, hey, you know, we need to follow that in, and that's what happened. Yeah. So we're all gonna. Yeah. Well, every knee will bow, though, right? Before Jesus Christ, when He comes back, well, that's what every right. knee will bow. Every knee will bow. Payday someday, and we're all we all have two appointments: one's death, and the next is judgment. And uh, yeah, you know, I. It's a matter of getting your heart right, and uh, if you don't know the Lord, you know that this idea that all roads lead to heaven. You know that's that's not true either. All roads don't lead to heaven. And, uh, do we really make peace did, with ourselves, though, when we're on our deathbed? Do we really make peace with ourselves? I mean, you've, you've preached or, or counseled people on their deathbed or when they're saying goodbye or, or whatnot. And, you know, you know it's the end and it's all over. And, you know, I mean, do people really make peace or do you really know where you're going when you die? I mean, do you know what, where you go? I mean, you know, why hasn't anybody come back and told us? I don't know. It's just that the death is a scary thing you for know, a lot of people. So I think people are lashing out. It's all about faith. It's all about uh, hope. It's all about uh, a relationship, a personal relationship with God. And there are, and, and when you have that personal relationship, when you you know when you come to the end, you're not in fear of it. You know, you, you kind of concede, you, huh? You give up. No, you don't give up. You just know I'm ready to go. And and I believe in all my heart because I have a relationship with God, and I know God is real. And I've, God's been active in my life. And so, and I've seen him active in other people's lives. And I know that there is a God. And I know that Jesus Christ didn't just come here because, you know, he, listen, that's the focus of history, Jesus Christ. All right? So how can you deny that? That's the focus of history. And then you have the millions and millions and billions of people whose lives have been changed through salvation in Christ by surrendering your life and, and opening that book. The Bible is the only book in the world that, that, that can give you life. And to a man who, who is not saved and does not receive the Holy Spirit of God, see, that's the beauty of receiving Christ as your Savior. The promise was that you would receive the Holy Spirit and he would indwell you. And the, and the greatness of that is being able to understand the Bible because the Bible was written by God and it's interpreted and it's, and it's written by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is what teaches us the Bible. And as you study it, it the deeper you study it, the more closer you draw to God because it's, it's a living word. It's, it's not a dead word. It's not like, you know, uh, uh, Homer's Odyssey or, or uh, you know, the Gaelic Wars or the Roman, you know, history. This is a live book, but to a man who doesn't have the Holy Spirit, it's just a book to them. He has no understanding of this book, nor can he. What, on, what A man's spirit understands the things of a man, but a, 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 a 
Christian has the Holy Spirit, and that's what helps him and, and guides him and leads him and gives him that godly conscience, you see. And listen, don't, don't get me wrong. There are people in the world that have great morals, okay, and, and they're, they're nice people. But they're under the impression that by being a nice person, by donating money, by volunteering time, that gets them to heaven. And there's, the, the Bible doesn't say that. Jesus never said that. Uh, your works can't get you to heaven. Faith in Christ, if, you know, if your works can get you to heaven, well, first of all, how would you know when you did enough? And second of all, why would Jesus have to die for you? And people don't can't receive the Holy Spirit because they're so distracted by that's why a lot of people find God in prison because guess what you're sitting in that concrete box all you have is that book you have no you know if you want to open your heart and receive God there's no distraction there's no there's nothing coming between you and the word right that always amazes me that they want to throw the Bible out of the government want to get the Bible out of the government but as soon as you go to prison they want to hand you one <laughs> and, and well, could it be because of control? Could it be because they want to control us? No, not necessarily. <laughs> Just to keep you busy. But um, and you know, uh, the 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 truth of the matter is, when the man hits prison, he's hit the bottom. And there's only one way to reach when you're flat on your back, and that's all. And the yeah. first thing a guy does is call home and say, "Hey, it's, hey, I found the I found God." You know what his family says? My son lost his mind. He found <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's but, true. You're absolutely correct. You know, people have to try to find it. You know, and, and I tell people this. You don't have to believe what I tell you. And, and, but if you really want to know something, then, then, then why don't you do this? Why don't you ask God? Say, God, if you, your son is Jesus, and he's the Lord, and he's really true, and, and then reveal him to me. And if you ask God in a sincere heart, he's not going to hide from you. The Bible says he'll have no man to be lost. Well, remember, we're not, we're not, he didn't create us so that we were forced to love him. God is love. Love is not God. Two men loving each other and two women is not God. God is love. There's a difference. And, and so uh, God's not going to force anybody to love him. Uh, man has to make a choice. And God gave us that free will to make that choice. And so you have free will. You can make that choice. You can either spend eternity with God or, or take the alternate route. And I tell all these guys, you know, stop pretending you're being good if you're not going to be good. Just get in a Cadillac and go to hell. You know, if that's yeah. what you want to do. But stop Well, you've got analytics stop. out there. you got people out there analyzing every word you're saying right now or mine, and, and they want to pick it apart. Those These critics out there who want to, want to analyze or, or just, you know, every single word they hang on and they rip it apart, and you can always find fault. I can find fault in what you're yeah. saying, I, like well, anybody for that matter. But, you know, but why do that, you, you know? You, you can't find fault in this. And by the way, I'm entitled to my own opinion, just like they are, and I'll respect their opinion. They don't have to believe what I believe, and and and, and I don't have to believe what they believe. And I'm not going to force yeah. anybody to believe, okay? But, I'll, again, the alternative is this. If you really want to know and you think instead of picking it apart, why don't you go to God and say, God, if you're really there and, and your son is Jesus Christ and he really died for my sins, reveal them to me. And if God doesn't reveal himself to you or his son, then you know what? Don't listen to me. Get on down the road doing what you're doing. Amen? But yeah. if you follow the moral standings and teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ, if you just live, just take the Sermon on the Mount alone, and if you live those standards, you'd be a better person anyway. 
And you'd have nothing to lose if you died and there was no heaven. You'd still be a decent person. There you go. There you go. So why take a chance? Yeah, the idea is, you know, get all you can, can all you get, and sit on the can. That's what people want to do. In our households, and including mine, you know, I, I, my wife and I are constantly sending stuff to the thrift shops and to the poor people who are less fortunate. And, and uh, you know what? We're blessed because God blesses us, and we're grateful to the Lord for that. And we know that, you know, it's like honey. You know, God, you know in poor countries, there's honey, and, and they don't have sugar. And so refining sugar. But they, they go out into the jungle and they find honey. And what they do is they bring that honey back to the people, and it's a big celebration. And and God bless them that they got that honey. But you know what the funny thing about honey is? Bees move. So enjoy what you yeah. have that God told you to have while you have it. Because you may not have it later. And, and, and so this idea that I got to get all I can get, you know, in our homes, and probably yours and mine, and many of homes in America, we've got clothes and stuff that we haven't worn in two, three years sitting in drawers. For what purpose? And listen, if yeah. you haven't worn it in a year, give it away. You're not going to wear it next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll either be too heavy, too thin, or you're not going to fit anyway. But what we, we, we like to have stuff. And we all got stuff. You know? And but some the of the words you say... You know, that's why people say I don't go to church, but if you go to church, it, yeah, you may not get the message. You may not understand it or what have you or may not have fellowship or when you have fellowship with some people or just like this conversation here tonight, you may not get some of the words that are being said or guess what? There may be just something that someone out there did get and it'll turn their life around, you know? Well, I always I always hope so. I like to, I like to you know what, I always give people the benefit of the doubt, even even people that I know are seedy in their own way and greedy but in some ways i've seen some i've seen the the humanity of human beings in in some places where you just wouldn't imagine that there is kindness and come from people who are brutal people and and it's just the human it's just something within us it's innate and and we're not created to be evil we were created to be godlike we were created in the image of god and so uh, we have this opportunity uh, in our country for each one of us to turn to God and ask God for guidance. It's beyond our control for the most part. Well, you and I can't solve all the world issues, but we do have one power, and it's, and it's a prayer. And the Bible says Elijah prayed for that it didn't rain. It didn't rain for three and a half years. Now, there's the power of a, of a heart that God heard of a man who was holy and godly, and if we would just think about where we're at. Do we really want to, to, do we have to compete with the Joneses so bad that we kill the neighbor to have their car? I mean, come on. We we are people, we all have struggles and we need to look at each other and realize that everybody's struggling. We, we, everybody has struggles, either their health, their money, their family, people have problems, uh, and, and you know what? I used to get angry. People used to speed by me and race up and down. And, something. and now I'm a little older, and I look at people, and I say, well, maybe that lady's husband just died, and she's got to get to the funeral. Maybe she's got to get to the school. She's late. Maybe maybe somebody's sick at the hospital. You know, and, I, and, and so being more considerate towards each other, showing a little more love towards each other. But remember that there are people in the world who are brutal, and they have no morals, and they don't believe in God. 
and they believe that they get all they can because they're taught in our schools and our children that they evolved from a slime pit and that they're just animals. And when they die, they go back to the ground and there's no hope. And that's what they sold a generation of our children, the theory of evolution. There's no hope in that. Where's the hope in that? Eat, drink, and party because tomorrow you're dead. And that's, that's, not, that's not true. There's more to life than just eat, drink, and party because you die tomorrow. And you study history. You study secular history. You study the Bible. You study where this Bible came from. How did we get it? It's not just some book that somebody wrote to control the masses. It's the dope of the people. You have free will. Who's controlling you? You could read that Bible and do wrong if you want, or you could read it and do right. Nobody's controlling you. The Bible doesn't control you. You have free will. And, you know, people say, I don't go to church. There's too many hypocrites. Cut it out. You go to Walmart, it's packed with hypocrites. didn't stop you from going there. You don't go to church because, you know, if you go to church, you're going to get convicted in your heart of the sins you're doing and the things you're doing wrong, and you're going to hear right things. So there's the old saying, the Bible will keep you from sin, and sin will keep you from the Bible. But I got news for you. Sin will take you farther than you want to go, and it'll keep you longer than you want to stay. Amen? Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Good stuff there, Peter. We got to get ready here to wrap it up. We got about three minutes left. If you uh, anything you uh, want to, I don't know. I'll check my chat room here. Anybody got any questions? Uh, you know, Bible equals uh, question mark. Here is wisdom, but uh, no one is more hopelessly enslaved as the man that believes he is free. Uh, well, stuff like that. Um, complete mind control. It's blah blah blah, and you still uh, all right. Well. Anyway, um, Bible equals B, uh, by two plus B-L-E, uh, phonetically bull. <laughs> so I guess they don't believe. So Well, that, well that's okay. You know, nobody in hell that doesn't believe in heaven, that's for sure. You know where the greatest prayer revival is going on right now? In hell. Oh, God, yeah. please send somebody to my house. Oh, God, I didn't believe it. Oh, God, I never thought I'd be here. You know God's got more ways of taking people out of the world you know, all these smug, smug people that making these plans of what they're going to do with their life and they're going to do that. You know, my brother was a good example. My brother, he's so smug. He made such a one day he said to me, you know, I, I don't know why people really want to go to heaven. There's some beautiful places on the earth. Have you ever been to Aruba? And I said, are you crazy? It can't be any place like heaven. And, and you know what? He's so smug. He went out and he built a mansion. And you know what happened? He died of brain cancer before he even got to enjoy it after it was built. Hey, God's got more ways to take care of people in this world. Don't, you know, you could be smug and smart and think you're smart, but you know what? You know there's a God, and, and everybody knows there's a God because God's given you reason and conscience, and everybody has reason and conscience, and there's an innate moral standard within all of us. And how do I know that? Because, my friend, if you steal from me, it offends me, and I know it's wrong. See? And you yeah. know it's wrong. And so where did that knowing right and wrong, that innate moral standard, come from? It didn't come from you. Otherwise, we'd be stealing from each other and not even bother us. You see? So, yeah. so what it is is people are not honest with themselves enough. And, and you know what? It, again, you want to find out if I'm lying? Ask God to reveal his son to you. If he doesn't, then I guess I'm just a liar. You continue doing what you're doing. But if I'm right and you don't receive Christ Jesus, your Lord and Savior, We'll see each other at a place called the White Throne Judgment, and we'll be going in different directions. That's for sure. And hell's yeah. a real place. Yeah. And Jesus Christ spoke more about hell than any other subject, and he says, a worm dieth not. Okay? And there isn't a person in hell who would tell you this is where I expected to be. Even those <laughs> things are going to hell. 
shake their buddies' hands and all that. Nobody's shaking hands, I assure you. You're too tormented. <laughs> and, and why you're tormented? Because you rejected a God that gave you an opportunity, but it was your choice. Don't blame God. You made the choice. You see? Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, again, I'd like to uh, uh, pray out, if it's okay. Yeah, yeah, real quick, before we pray out here, just real quick, real quick, uh, for history reasons and whatnot, since the show's archived, campaign advice. You want to give me some campaign advice real quick or comment on my campaign that I just went through and lost? I, I think that you uh, see if you can get on as an independent, continue your campaign. If you cannot learn from where you've been, learn what you know. Know that there's a good old boys club that there's certain cliques that you have to get around, and the way you get around that is by reaching the people to get them to vote because a lot of people don't vote. Uh, you know, and, and uh, I personally made some phone calls for you. I spoke to some people. They loved your platform. I think you did a great job. I, you didn't have a great committee. There's other people that have big committees and lots of money to spend, and I, and I think you took almost a quarter of the votes away from your opponent, and I think that's a lot and when you start looking at that, and I think you did well. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. And you know what? Abraham Lincoln didn't win his first run either. So, you know, there's all many right. policies. Babe Ruth, you know, they talk about all the times Babe Ruth hit all those home runs, but you, why don't you find out how many times he struck out? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so yeah. don't, all right, know, pray us out, man. Pray us out. Don't give up. Uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to pray for your listening audience and also for our nation. That And, and our, uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, your Son and our Savior, Lord, I ask that you bless this listen audience, Lord, uh, whether they receive your son or they reject your son, that you would open their spiritual eyes and ears, Lord, and that if there's one that's wrong, you know, is backslidden, they'll get right. Somebody who needs salvation, that they'll just confess that they're a sinner and uh, uh, confess that you, Jesus Christ died for their sins and then receive Christ as their Lord and Savior. Ask them to be the Lord and Savior. And, God, I pray that uh, you'd bless this nation and our military and our first responders and those who run towards the bullets, and God, that, that you would give this nation a, a heart that's soft, that you would change the direction of our nation, that you would remove the evil out of the nation, those leaders who have no morals, those leaders who have no compass, Lord, in their heart, those leaders who, who even those that know they're doing wrong and continue to do it, Lord, that you just get them out of our government, Lord, and, and take control of our government, Father God, oversee it. Put your angels in the places they need to be. And, God, we'll just give you the praise, the honor, and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen to that, Peter. And, yeah, tomorrow is not promised to us. That's for sure. Tomorrow we could could wake up and that's it. It's all over. So tomorrow is not promised. So uh, hopefully uh, everybody did get something out of tonight's podcast. Thanks, Peter. Um, God bless our republic. I'll just go ahead. Yeah, just go ahead. Hey, Joe. You know, you asked me about... Well, do they really change their hearts on their deathbed? I, I've been there twice in the last year. I had the COVID pneumonia, and I was dying. And you get to a place where either you believe that there's a God or there's not. It's, your faith will show then. And, and, if this, and what could you do to change it anyway? Could I do anything to change it? Absolutely not. I couldn't stop it. O- only God could. Medication, whatever, whatever the treatment was. I have no control of that. If death was there, death is there. Nobody, nobody has power to change that. So when you reach that point, you just accept it. I'm going to die, and I'm going. Yeah. And thank God but that I know scared? there's a God. 
No, because I know my faith. I believe in, I've had got Christ in my life, and and he's changed my life. He changed my heart. I was a wicked, backslidden, terrible sinner given to the flesh, womanizing. Oh, man, I deserve, if anybody deserved to split hell wide open, it was me. And I know what God's done in my life, and I've watched him do it in other people's lives. He's a great God, and he's compassionate, and he's merciful, and he's good. He's always good, and and he's got control. And you know what? I was, um, listen, and this is, if that's the end of my course here on this earth, then I'm ready to go see my Savior. Amen. You know what I mean? So there's no fear in that. It's knowing and believing. And when you've experienced God in your life, you don't have to fear death. See, people have been in fear of death all their lives. But when you know God and you know there's a God, it's not the fear of death. Hey, listen, nobody wants to die. In fact, I don't even want to be around when it happens. I hate, but <laughs> but the, the the truth is thirty seconds, Peter. Gonna, thirty seconds. All right, we're all gonna die, so we better find out where we're going. There's two dates on the tombstone: the day you were born, the date you died. You're gonna be dead a lot longer than you live. You need to know where you're going for eternity. Amen. God bless you. God bless our republic. Take care, everybody. Good night. <laughs>